Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to Trust and Believe. Oh, my goodness. First of all, I'm so happy to be back talking to you all. For those of you who may be avid listeners of Trust and Believe, you know I've been away filming in Hawaii for my new program, Let's Get Up, and I'm so amped for y'all to do it. But when I tell you today, we have something very important to talk about. So a lot of people out there talk about time management. They're like, you have to have great time management to be really successful. And I believe that to be true. But there's something else that's very important and something else that you should manage that a lot of people don't talk about. And that is the management of your energy and knowing when you are giving too much. Have you ever had that issue before where you feel overwhelmed, overworked, and you don't know why, and you say, my time management is great? Well, today, we're going to talk about just that. Somebody say yeah. Uh, uh, uh. What's up? He's better than Oprah. Come on, y'all. This is Sean T, and it's time to trust and believe. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's a lot of people out there who can literally at this very moment think I'm complaining. And if you're one of those people, cool, I'm totally fine with that. But I know that there are a lot of people out there right now that is going to say, yes, Shanti, thank you so much for talking about this subject. And that is the management of your energy. Long ago, in my earlier life, when I was younger, I'm almost 43, but especially in my early career, I would get extremely frustrated, and to me, it would seem like I would get frustrated very easily, and I never knew why, because I always carried this really jovial energy. I was always hype. I was always, you know, trying to cut up and laugh, but there were times where I would get really frustrated, especially if I was on set or especially when I'm on set or especially when I'm creating something and I'm in a, in a, in a situation where I'm like, really trying to produce something and create something. And I'll start by saying this, in the beginning of the creation process or in the beginning of the day of being on set, I'm like, oh my gosh, good morning, everybody. Everything is great. And then I would find myself feeling like I'm getting frustrated easier and easier as the day goes on. And more importantly, as the weeks go on, especially if you are working on a project or like me, you're producing something or creating something. And so... I never knew why. And I was always really self-conscious of 
the fact that I was getting frustrated and I was always blaming myself and I would always say, you know, Sean, you need more patience or I would really beat myself up because I knew I was feeling a certain way and I knew I was being really short with people. And so later in life, I started to realize and it really was by accident of me just really staying connected to myself and really understanding how I felt each moment of the day. I realized that I have a six hour window, not during the day here at work or the transformation center. I can go from eight to six and I'm cutting up and I'm laughing. But when I'm in a situation where I'm working or I'm on camera or I'm producing or I'm out in the world and I'm at a live event, I know I have a six hour window of the energy that I'm giving to people. And once I realize that, then things got a lot easier. Now, I told you that I kind of stumbled into that just by being aware of myself. But before I go on, I want to give you all some tips on how you can really know when you're about to hit that phase of being frustrated, short fuse. And I know a lot of you probably go to work and you feel like some people come up to you and like, are you having a bad day or something wrong? And it's probably not that something's necessarily wrong. It's just that your energy is not in the right place or maybe you don't have it. Here's a few things you can do, first and foremost, to check your energy so you know you know where you are and you're not going to get frustrated very easily. So the first thing I do is I basically do an audit of a day when I go on set or if I go somewhere where I have to produce something or if I go somewhere where I'm around a lot of people and I have to create something. One day I'm like, okay, I know there's a point I'm going to get frustrated today, but let me just see at what point I start to get frustrated. And so you just kind of manage your energy and you'll be going along and you'll be like, oh my gosh, I feel really good. I feel really good. Wait a minute. I'm starting to get frustrated wait a minute, I'm starting to get tired. Wait a minute, I'm the way I'm receiving or perceiving this email is probably not the way the other person, you know, intended for it to be or the message that was coming across. And as you start to go through your day, you'll start to see how you are starting to interpret things and what what things and people are saying to you. And so the minute you start to feel yourself get defensive or the minute you start to feel yourself not wanting to do something or the minute you feel overwhelmed by something, you have to make a check mark. It could be two hours after you get to work. It could be three hours after you get to work, but check it off. Be like, okay, at 1130, I know I'm feeling a certain way. Or maybe it's 12.30, or maybe it's right after lunch, right? So there's a couple things. Obviously, it could be that you need to eat and you didn't eat that day. That Maybe you didn't work out. So there are a bunch of things that could factor into why you are losing uh, patience, if you will. But the most important thing is for you to know the time at which you start to feel like you're getting overwhelmed or short fuse at that time where people come up to you and they're like, is everything okay? And... The reason why I say that is because that is your threshold. That is the time where you literally have to step away and take time for yourself and do something that you need to do that's going to be beneficial to you. For me, it's literally just going to be by myself. Uh, 
obviously I own a business, so I had the opportunity to go dance or do a TikTok or go play tennis to step away from the work that I'm doing to fill my soul up. Some people may need, some people love to meditate. Some people love to do breathing exercises. Um, some people love to call a friend and vent or, you know, work out or whatever the case may be. But the, the first thing is to do an audit of your day and know when you hit that that time in which you start to feel frustrated and overwhelmed. The second thing you can do is audit your week. Now, some people start out Mondays and they're like, oh my gosh, I feel really great. I feel excited. Tuesday, I feel really great. I feel excited. Wednesday, okay, I'm starting to get overwhelmed. And then by Friday, you're like, I can't wait to get out of here. And I'm not saying that you're going to eliminate the wanting to have a great weekend, but what I'm saying is you have to do an audit on which day of the week you start to feel frustrated and overwhelmed. Now, when I feel like I'm getting a certain, I'm starting to feel a certain way at any day of the week, the one thing I do is I try to put a break in my week so that I don't carry the frustration throughout the whole week or for the rest of the week. So for me, because I've really been on a, a course of recovering my body, even I just came off of this crazy, ridiculous uh, production, which is super fun. And so I sat down with Chip and I was like, okay, we were talking about which day is going to be best for you to go recover where you can really take off. And so originally I thought, well, it'd be Friday. I would love to have four day weeks and, you know, bust it out on a Friday and just kind of have three-day weekends. But I realized that that actually wasn't the best option for me. What I realized is that Thursday was the best option for me because Fridays I still have a lot to do and I have a lot of things that take a priority in my business. And I was like, you know what? It should probably be Thursday. So I have three really strong days in the week. And then Thursday I have my recovery day. I take time for myself. And then I can come back on Friday and I can end the week really strong. And that was a big eye-opener for me because I always thought you should go, 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 go until you can't go no more and then you stop. And I realized when it comes to a work week, it's better to go hard, take that day, and then come back strong. But for those of you who don't have that, you know, I tell you, talk to your boss, talk to your manager or whomever it is so you can figure out are you getting your workouts in every day are you able to take a break in the middle of the work day every day maybe you are a person that needs to get up a little earlier and go to bed a little earlier so you may not be able to take that day off in the middle of the week but you will be able to manage your schedule so that you can manage your energy and you can continue to give good energy the third thing I'll talk about is just your response to people, like managing your response to people. So for me, I'm from Jersey. You know, I love, I'm not that being from Jersey is an excuse to cuss people out, but I'm just naturally ready. I, I think I just grew up in a, in a household and grew up in a neighborhood where you always had to be ready to defend yourself. I realized there's something about me when I was younger. Like, I was always ready. I'm like, what'd you say? What'd you say to me? And people are like, I ain't mean anything by it. But I think it's just the way that I grew up and I was always, like, ready to defend myself or ready to be defensive. And so, obviously, as I've gotten older, 
I don't really have that same energy anymore, but it does creep in. And I think it creeps in for everyone. So this tip is specifically for people out there who feel like you have a, you really have that short fuse and how to manage that. So for me, we are, we're in a world of virtual, right? There's, you're getting emails, you're on zoom calls, you're getting text messages, phone calls, whatever it is all day long. And so many people are communicating with you in their different way. And they're communicating you, not only are they communicating with you in their own way, but they're also communicating with you about different subjects. One can be a doctor's appointment, the other can be, you know, a project, the other can be, you know, something like a task you have to do right now. And so it can get very overwhelming. But if you've done that audit of your day and done that audit of your week and feel like, when am I starting to get overwhelmed? If you know that this next section will be able to help you even further in terms of managing your energy and the energy you give. And so one of the things that I do when I feel like I'm reading a an email or I'm reading a text message or whatever if I feel like I get overwhelmed by something so simple, I literally do not respond right away. Because sometimes if you respond right away, you're giving off the energy that you probably don't want to give. Where if you went and, you know, had a cup of coffee or just went outside or walked or did something and you come back and you look at it, you see the message or the ask or the task in a completely different light. So you really have to be aware of how you're feeling at the moment during the day so that you don't respond to someone who's probably really happily sending you this message because they're excited to get something done and you're taking it like, oh my God, I got to do something else, right? If you step away from that for a second and you come back, you'll see you get a really great energy shift. Now, how do I know this? It's because this is what the hell I go through, or I've definitely been through it. Now, I want to push on a little further. I gave you a couple tips on how to manage it, but I'm going to give you a story on like how it's actually affecting me right now. So here's the thing. I love creating programs. I love being on stage. I love being in front of the camera. Obviously, I love what I do. I realize that when I'm in front of the camera and when I'm motivating and inspiring and moving I have it does not feel like I'm working whenever I do a live event here at the transformation center or when I come to you all at your city which I hope that I can do very soon again I literally don't feel like I'm working when I'm on stage because I truly enjoy and love what I do but when I do that day in and day out and I don't think people recognize the energy that I'm giving when I'm doing it in day in and day out. That's when I start to get extremely, extremely frustrated because I have this thing and I'm just being very honest here. I have this thing where, you know, people value money and time and obviously they're great things of value. But a lot of people don't value energy. A lot of people will sit back and watch what you do. And because you may make it look easy or you're really successful at it, they really think it's like churn and burn. Or maybe like for me, I describe it as people think I'm a robot or a computer. You can just push a button. Not understanding that before I get to the place where I press play or 
before I get to the place where my director says action, there is an entire process of energy expenditure and preparation to get me to the point where I can perform at my top level. Even if you take an athlete, for instance, and you know I'm going to talk about tennis, like you take Serena Williams, for instance, or Venus Williams, or any of the professional tennis athletes, or even basketball athletes, what do they do before they enter the game? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. They warm up. No one even when you work out, the reason why I have a warm-up is to get your body ready. No one can step onto a court, a field, into your workout, or even if you're giving a presentation at work, no one can step in and be like, okay, I'm going to do it. There's something called a warm-up. There's prep time. For those of you who give presentations, how many times have you been like, okay, like this is what I'm going to say. You have your notes. You're going over it. Before you go over it, you have this energy. You're going over all this stuff in your mind. It takes a lot of prep time to actually do the big task. I even take frontline workers, like nurses and doctors. Like I know plenty of nurses and doctors, and when they're walking to their next patient, they have their paper, they're going over their chart, they're trying to see what happened yesterday or an hour before. There is prep time before they go in and actually speak to their patient. And for people who are sitting in the patient's room, like the family of the patient, they could be, they're thinking like, well, they're a doctor, they should know. And no, like they don't know right away. They have to, they're processing what they need to process in order to give you the best information they can give you at that time. Same thing with an athlete, same thing with me when I go on stage, same thing with someone who's a server at a restaurant, right? Like, so I love going to restaurants. I think it's the funnest thing in the world. I'm like, you know, just having fun, having drinks, whatever, whatever. But a server in a restaurant, the reason why I tip really well is because I'm like, okay, they got all these tables. I know my order is probably a nightmare because I'm trying to like rid myself of anything that's going to hurt my stomach. Think about it. Like they're going from table to table. They could have just gotten cussed out at another table. And now they're walking over you to say, hi, how are you guys doing? They have to switch their mindset right away. That is energy expenditure before you do the work. Now, I know that was a very long um, example, but I wanted to give that example to a lot of people out there uh, who have different types of careers because we all give energy before we complete the task. And honestly, it's one of the things that is super frustrating to me because sometimes people don't notice how tough it is for you to complete your job. They just think, oh, you did it. Great. Like, what, what's the next thing? And you, and here's the tip here. Like, for me, I finished this amazing program. It is incredible. Yes, there's more work to do in post, but I have to let people know I need time between the completion of the task and when the next set of tasks need to happen. Because 
some people are like, well, the work has to be done. You got to push forward. You got to go. And for me, that's not, that doesn't work with me because I work in a very authentic way. I have to be, I have to be in a really good mood or the best mood I can, not to say that you can eliminate all stress in your life, but I have to be in the best mood that I can possibly be in because what I do a lot is talk to people, is inspire people, is show the excitement about what's to come up, right? Or I have to create content that is going to lift and inspire people. And so if I'm not in a really good place, I can't do it. And I know myself, not only will I feel like I'm being forced to do something that's not authentically me, I'm not going to be overly nice to the person who I think is not respecting the fact that I'm not a robot. And so I, you know, I usually do a really good job with that. But after we finish Let's Get Up, like there's so much to do and people are asking so much more. I have to explain to people like this is how I work the best. If you want the best of me, this is how we have to move forward. And, you know, in a very nice way, I have to say that. And I think that for you out there who may have that same struggle where people just expect you to go and go and go and go and go, there's a point at which you have to, quote unquote, take up for yourself. Like you have to be the deliverer of the message of how said task is gonna work for you in the best way. Because I know that if I'm not in a good headspace, number one, it's not going to be the best that I can be. And number two, the people who are receiving the message isn't going to enjoy it. And I just don't like to be inauthentic. So, you know, you have to kind of develop your your bravery, if you will. My kids read this book and it talks about all of these emotions. And it's really crazy. It's called the feelings book. And Silas he doesn't necessarily, I think he recognizes some words now, but he can read the entire book or at least verbatim say the entire book. And it's a long book. And it's interesting because now he's really starting to look at the faces on this flat thing that they have. And he's like, happy, sad, delighted, joyful. Like he knows from the, the face. And so I just find that to be really fascinating because I now, when, I, when he reads that book, you know, I equate the look to a feeling. And that's what I want to say here. You have to be aware of how you feel through all of this. Throughout your day, throughout your week, throughout your receiving and delivery of your messaging, all the way down to the energy that it takes for you to begin a process. For me, feelings start inside. But a lot of times people hide their feelings, right? If you go on camera, if you have to do a live, if you're on a Zoom call with your team, you kind of have to be poised and ready. But you know, they might may not know, but you know the feelings that you have inside. Is it happy? Is it sad? Is it joyful? Is it delighted? Is it nervous? Is it brave? You know, are you fearful? And so you have to know that and you have to manage that energy and not be afraid to do it in the best way that's going to work for you. Because if it doesn't work for you, it's not going to be 100% for the people you're delivering that message to. And that's the thing, people will listen to you. Some people may not like it because they don't work that way, but they will listen to you because if you're doing a good job, you're doing a good job because you're managing your energy. At the end of the day, it's up to you. You have to take control. I know a lot of people out there are people pleasers and they don't wanna say anything. They wanna just like do and do and do because they don't want anyone to get mad at them. But what is that doing to you, right? 
energy management is so important for the big picture of life. You have to be the manager and director of your own energy if you want to succeed and be in as good as a space as you can possibly be. And I will reiterate, yes, you're going to stress. Not every day is going to be great. You can use some of these tools and you still have some stressors, but you will be one step ahead if you really, really, really know yourself. I'm done to meet of the podcast, but I'm going to like a weird space for a second because this is just what I do. So I'm, and it's, and it's about energy. So I'm super obsessed with outer space, the universe, like super clusters, the cosmic web, and how our universe at the, this very moment is expanding. And so as I'm listening to a lot of these incredible talks on YouTube, I'm finding out about something called dark energy. And it is fascinating. And I learn about dark energy and I apply it to my life. But anyway, dark energy are these places in outer space where there is literally nothing. You know, we have our galaxy and our galaxy is made up of stars like the sun and the stars have, you know, planets and solar systems around them. And what people don't know is that our energy is expanding and it's expanding because of this thing called, I believe, this thing called dark energy. And dark energy is really, really powerful. And it and I was just like, well, if our energy if our universe is expanding, like imagine what's happening to us in our own body. Like everything is affected by what's happening in the stars around us and the energy around us. And then it got me to thinking, and this is where I get weird. And I'm totally fine. But you thinking I'm real. But this is like the craziest thing. And some of you will laugh and some of you will like scratch your head and be like, Shanti just went to a completely different place. So there was this really stressful moment on set where I have this, we, they call the person a rabbit, but I don't like that name. There's basically a cure for me because I have so many workouts and there's this guy, Dustin, who's cueing the workouts for me. And he's a couple He's like eight beats ahead of me with the exercises coming up next. Chip did it for Transform 20. And there was one time where Dustin messed up and missed the move. And Andrea, our director, was like, cut. You have to do this again. And it's his first time working with me. And I don't think he was necessarily like, he's not scared of me or anything. But I definitely think he was like, oh, damn, like I messed up. So he walked over to me and I was like, listen, I'm not mad. I was like, don't even worry about it. I was like, because you know what? We ain't shit. And he looked at me like, what? And I was like, we ain't shit, yo. And he was like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, listen, I've been watching videos on YouTube about the solar system. We are not even a grain of sand compared to what this entire universe is like. I'm like, I'm not going to get mad at you for something so minuscule. I'm like, so what? We got to cut again. I'm like, you know, we, at that point, I was like thinking of how big this vast place that we live in. I'm like, I'm just shooting a, a workout video. Not to say that everyone shouldn't take their life very seriously and you shouldn't do things that make you happy. But I'm like, what am I going to get mad about having to shoot something? again? first of all, it's really fun. Second of all, you didn't do it on purpose. Third of all, I love when stuff gets hard. And fourth of all, we ain't shit. 
Like why like what's going what is it gonna do if I get mad at you for something like that? Right. And so that's kind of like how I constantly started to make my mind think when think when things started to happen. I just thought how big this universe is, how there are so many galaxies and stars and energy in our in our solar system, not our solar system, but our universe is constantly expanding away from me and I'm going to be mad that somebody messed up. So that's another way and a positive way that I manage my energy. I don't, you know, I think there's a book, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. Like you have to determine what things are small and what things are big. Most of the time we get mad, we get in social media comments, wars over shit that don't even matter. Like it don't even matter. It don't even matter. Anyway, it's been an eye-opening experience for me just understanding how vast our universe is and our just, I don't even want to say solar system because the universe is bigger than the solar system and other universes out there. It's so vast that I'm like, there's such, there's so many bigger things, bigger fish to fry. And I've learned not to get, you know, mad over trivial things, but because of this thing called dark energy and how powerful it is and how it makes our universe expand, I also believe that that energy transfers into me and that we should protect our energy. Because if our universe is expanding, that means we in some way are affected by that. And the only thing you have to move forward in your life is to manage your energy. So while you're doing your time management out there, that's really great. But time management is nothing without energy management. And always trust and believe in who you are. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 